Hi. Hello. Thank you for tuning in to the Talk About It Mate podcast. In this podcast, we're letting you in on the ground floor of the next mental health revolution. Fundamentally, people want to be seen and heard, and it doesn't take a professional to provide that. Peer support is transforming people's lives, and we're going to show you how it's done. We'll start each podcast with a check-in where we'll describe our here and now feelings. Think how you would honestly respond if someone asked you, how are you? Then we'll choose a topic and talk from our own experiences about what that means to us. No direct questions, no advice, no disagreement, just open listening and validation. And at the end, we'll check out. How are you now? And that's it. Well, alongside the podcast, we'll be providing support, guidance and connection around the topic each week on our social media and on our meetup. So head there now, during or after the podcast to get and stay connected. But for now, let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Nice to see everyone's faces and hear everyone's voices. Um, as you will soon become aware, listeners, this is an even more unusual lineup than we normally have. We have familiar faces, but we have more of them. So um, should we go around the virtual room and just say who's here before we sort of move into our, into our actual podcast today? So who'd like to go first? I will. That's fine. Uh, I'm Laura. Um, I did one of the podcasts a couple of weeks ago on courage and um, really enjoyed it. So decided to come back for more. We'll pass over to the other person who also did a fantastic job, which was... Hey, it's Sarah back again. Of course, you weren't going to have Laura back without having me tagging along as well. So we're, uh, we're looking forward to joining the boys today for the podcast. Yeah, I was going to say you're the Burton Ernie of Talk About It, mate. But I suppose <laughs> that's, that's me and the other person that's here who is... <laughs> It's me, it's Mike. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy to, to join you girls, ladies, because I, f- I, I, I love your podcast and, and yeah, I feel it's great that we're all teaming up, doing our thing. Yeah, um, and it's me, John. Um, I hope, I don't know, I assume people know my voice at this point. It makes me feel like some sort of crap celebrity. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, I think the, the, one of the main reasons we brought this particular group of people together is because that that actual podcast where neither me or Mike were involved was so full of energy and different something that we wanted to inject a bit of that into this, which is our final episode of the season. Oh, uh, feel free, Charles, to insert some sad noises in there. Um, or some minor key jingles, you know, all of that. But um, let's, before we get into all that, let's go ahead and start with a check-in. So how's anybody, everybody feeling? Better than about a week ago. So uh, good. Less busy, but still busy. Um, but it, it feels a little more under control now. So um, yeah, I'm feeling pretty positive, actually. I expected myself to feel an awful lot more stressed with everything that was going on. But I actually had this conversation at work where I thought, am I a little bit broken? Because I don't worry about all the things that I used to. I'm, I'm approaching them with a calmness that I never thought I had. So um, I'm lifted by that and I feel pretty good. Oh, you, you reminded me of what we're going to talk about today and maybe we'll touch on that again. But um, yeah, you're, you're becoming a Zen master. Fantastic. It's, it's funny that you said that you, you're busy because listening to last week's podcast, Mike checked in by saying that he checks in by saying he's busy all the time and he realised that's not, <laughs> that's not always, a, a, like if you do that every time, it's not really a valid check-in. Um, so anyway, following that, do you want to check in this week, Mike, bearing in mind what you've done before? Yeah, I, I'm a mixture of things. Um, mixed feelings, a bit stressed, um, but also 
yeah, quite positive that I'm doing things that are pushing myself. Like, if it's uncomfortable, then there must be a reason for it being uncomfortable. And it's probably connected to last week's topic, which is growth. But uh, yeah, this one, for a number of reasons, which I'm sure we'll come on to in the podcast, is going to be a little bit of an emotional one for me, I think. Thank you very much. Good preface as well. Um, I wouldn't say I'm looking forward to you getting emotional, but good to to know that it's such a an important thing to be talking about. And uh, before I check in, um, Sarah, do you want to check in? Sure. Um, so yeah, I've had a bit, a bit of a rough couple of days. I'm sure lots of people out there can relate to changing over of meds and just the natural dip that you have there. I'm just in that natural dip, but I'm very lucky that although I'm in a natural dip, I'm still in a really good place. So I'm able to tell myself this shall pass. It's only a little thing. I know I'm, I'm bumping the road. Give me a month. I'm going to be back where I was a week ago. So, oh yes, although I've been struggling a little bit, I still feel quite positive and uh, yeah, happy to be here. That's great to hear. Um, I'll check in following that because I've not had a dissimilar week to you, Sarah, I would say. I, I had not for the same reasons, but I've had a pretty bad week mentally so far. But through making sure I didn't shirk what I felt like I needed to do and by acting on all the things that I always sort of prophetized to other people, I now feel better. And it was it was difficult for me to do that, but I did it. And it's not to say that it was a perfect way of going about solving my particular situation, but it was better than what I would have done maybe a year and a half ago. And that seems to be a theme going through what a lot of us are saying that historically we might have been one way and now we're slightly different and maybe that leads nicely on to this week's topic which is pride yeah i was picking up on that theme of sort of change which links into last week's topic but me reflecting on how we've all handled difficulty and how we're handling challenges in our lives and observing that change in ourselves fills me with a bit of pride I don't know about everybody else I think that it links in so well with last week's topic about growth and how growth delivers that sense of pride to you because you're thinking right well where was I 12 months ago 18 months ago whatever uh, you can remember how you dealt with things you know and, and to a certain extent I'm, I'm in a role where I need to teach people how to do what I used to do and I think about how I used to handle things and, and the approach that I would take to, to something and it's a level of maturity that I didn't used to have and, and I can recognise that as growth and, and yeah, I do feel proud about that. I mean, they do say that pride is one of those sins but at the same time, if you don't take pride in what you do, then is that not a sin in itself? I think that, yeah, we don't we don't encourage it, you know, in people it's almost like it's a bad thing I don't know if it's a northern thing or especially in like lad cultures as well to like celebrate your achievements or be proud but um I think when you reflect on something like well here we are to, having done 10 podcasts in 10 weeks around 10 topics like it, it took a while to get the idea off the ground but like the fact that like 100 people listened to the podcast that you ladies did like that's 100 people who who we could be proud that have like took something from the work and and I think it's really important to reflect and it's I'm glad it's the last topic and I'm glad that that we take this experience to reflect on on what's what's gone well and and what can be done even better if we continue doing this kind of thing in the future. I think you brought something up that I completely identify with which is this notion of feeling shame and feeling pride 
I think I've talked to you before, Mike, about those times when I've caught myself complimenting myself or being being sort of aware of something good I've done or and actually stopping myself or feeling awkward around that feeling. And it's something that I really want to work on. I think it's linked to a sense of low self-esteem and linked to feeling comfortable with criticism, but not with praise. And the great thing about the growth that I observe in myself is that a lot of it comes from making sure that I've got the right community around me. I think I said that earlier this week when I was feeling really shit and every member of our community that was aware of what was going on was sensitive to that and helpful and was there for me in a way that I knew they were. And that's enabled me to do some of the things that I've been able to do. Um, and I'm proud of that of that in in its entirety. But I think there's a change coming in in the next generation to sound like an old man. There seems to be a complete flip where people are starting to celebrate their own successes or even faking it till they make it regards their own esteem. And like, there's definitely a culture. And I think one example of this is around young women, like really owning their own, say, sexuality or their own aesthetic or their own attractiveness. And I think that's an amazing thing because it's setting a great standard for like, stop listening to what other people say about you and big yourself up almost. And I think that's, that's something we could all play a bigger part in developing a culture of, I would say. I think it's definitely interesting what you you say about the whole not letting yourself feel pride thing. It just got my cogs ticking and I always revert back to childhood. And uh, when you think about people, some people's main goal in life is for the parents to be proud of them. And it's this big elusive thing. So I was th- thinking before the podcast, what have I done where I feel proud and then it made me realise I don't let myself feel proud because like you said John it feels like you shouldn't sing about it you shouldn't go oh I'm really proud that I've done that and when I've been sat here listening to people talk I've been thinking god damn I am proud of some of the things that I've done or some of the things that I've achieved uh one of my main things that I'm proud of uh linking to our community is just the way I've changed about how I talk about things. Uh, so today I had two new patients and uh, we ended up just talking about mental health for about an hour and a half. I'm proud of myself for that. And I wouldn't have been able to say that a year ago. Like like you said, John, I wouldn't have been let myself feel that pride because that would have felt like blowing your own trumpet or putting yourself above other people because you're saying that you're proud of something that you've done. But that today, that hour and a half in that room, I was so nervous going in. I mean, having to take beta blockers, panic attacks, worrying that everything's going to go wrong, that I'm going to have nothing to say. Hour and a half later, I'm not wanting them to go. And yeah, that, that makes me very, very proud. And I suppose it also makes me proud that I have allowed myself to take that win and have that feeling of pride. I think it's really, really easy for you to turn around and say to your best mate, proud of you, you've done well. But saying those words to yourself can, yeah, it can be a bit of a stretch, can't it? So yeah, I'm going to try and feel more pride in myself. I mean, just to say, state, by the way, I reckon in a pandemic, you shouldn't be blowing anyone else's trumpet. <laughs> so you definitely need to blow your own. <laughs> definitely. I'm proud of you as well for facing up to that challenge and that difficulty because it it must be incredibly difficult I, I mean I know it is because I've been through it myself to face a situation in which you don't know how you're going to deal with it um, I, in fact this week I've probably had to do that myself in a, in a different kind of way and linking into what the guys were talking about last week I think it was Joe who said you don't need to know how you're going to get there and it doesn't matter how fast you're going to get there you just need to take that first step and I think when you do recognizing that that first step is the most difficult. So even if you've not 
finished the journey, even if you're not done and dusted, it's, it's okay just to be proud of taking that first step. But it sounds like you did a lot more than that. So I'm really proud of you as well, just to you know, continue the theme of it's easier to be proud of other people. I completely agree with that. I think it's the same with celebrating any successes within anything that we do, isn't it? We, we downplay our own very much and put others before ourselves more often than not in that sort of selfless type attitude because we think that it's more important to celebrate the win. I mean, you know, not to make this all about work because I do do other things other than work, although sometimes it doesn't feel like it. Um, it is all about celebrating other people's wins in what I do because... I'm I'm now not the person who does all of that. It, it's about steering people, as I think it was very well put once. You're the stabilizers that people don't see, and it is very much about being other people up for their motivation and for them to feel better. And and that's where the sense of pride comes from for me. It's actually within other people's achievements and knowing that you've had a little bit of a helping hand in that. I think that's a a big win for for me. But just knowing how far. You've, you've come on a journey in, in terms of your mental health and, and you know, where you started and, and where you are now. I take a, a lot of pride in that and, and try to celebrate the, the little wins and try and talk about it more. When I used to uh, think that I was a bit strange about how I, what I used to get anxious about and when, I, I'd think, well, I can't talk about that because I'm the only person who feels that way. I'm the only person who thinks that it's difficult to ask somebody for help in the supermarket or to you know go back to what I talked about in the other podcast about walking into places on my own and and feeling worried that everybody was going to look at me when I can do that I do get a sense of pride from that and when I can see the things that used to bother me don't bother me anymore or that I can talk about them and people go yeah I felt that way too I, I completely get that I feel worried when I have to tell somebody they've shortchanged me I feel proud that people can open up to me about that as well. I think one of the interesting things about growth is that when you finally sort of deal with things in a different way, a lot of the time you don't realize it because it no longer is a conspicuous issue. Like it's no longer a problem in your day-to-day life. So you're not actually acknowledging the, you can't see that and be proud of it. Which is where I think engaging in some form of reflective activity, whether that be journaling or peer support or counselling or meditation, allows you to actually do that comparison. And I think for me, peer support works best. So like, I won't realise how much progress I've made until I talk about other people's experiences and then connect that in my own mind and go, oh yeah, that used to be an issue for me. It's kind of the antithesis of that is an issue for me as well it's like oh yeah I used to worry about that and now I don't worry about that so that allows me to be I don't know I don't know if I would go so far as to say proud I think I do still struggle with that word and I'm hoping that one thing I can take away from today is permission to be proud but I definitely feel a sense of acknowledgement Uh, I can understand that again to link back to last week's podcast another bit that I loved was I've gone at least one rung up on that ladder and that's okay because one rung is is all it's designed to be. I'm not designed it's not designed to jump 10 rungs up. I'm not designed to go from the bottom to the top straight away so it's okay just to go that's what's happened. I'm giving you permission to be proud John. And the reason I'm doing that I think it's really important because with pride I I, I don't know about some other people here. I imagine Sarah definitely would be it's really easy to feel proud of other people around you. 
because you're just naturally that kind of person. I I, I only said Sarah because because like you're like a ball of energy, a little bit like me at times, and and it's easy to see that in other people. That is me. So I get great pleasure in helping other people out, building other people up. I've always loved being a manager and seeing people go on, you know, to better positions because I've trained them and great sense of pride. But I was thinking about, you know, taking those wins and, and feeling the pride in ourselves. And uh, I'm one of those people where I'll set a goal, set a target, and I'll, I'll work well towards a target. And then for, say, 30 seconds after I've achieved that target, I'll sit there and think, oh, so proud. Like I facilitated a group the other week and I did the tech. Might not sound like a lot to other people, but I built it up that much in my mind. I made it this big thing that after I'd done it, I was uh, talking to another facilitator and I was really proud of myself for those 30 seconds. And then the, well, once those 30 seconds have gone, I've like, right, you've had that pride for those 30 seconds. Now you've got to think of this next big obstacle that you've got to complete. Until you complete that, you can't have any more pride in yourself. So you've got to do this big thing. And as I said before, I have started to get better with taking those little wins. Like I've gone to pick up my own meds today. Massive thing for me. Loads of pride in walking in there and just doing it myself. But I do find that with the bigger things, it's never enough for me to take that big win. As I said, the 30 seconds, I'm like, yes, but then what can you do now? And you've not done that. And I suppose it leads into uh, imposter syndrome a little bit. I could have achieved the greatest thing in my life and I can look at the person next to me and think I'm still not as good as them. So yeah, pride's something that I'm working on, but it is, uh, I do, again, think it relates back to childhood and you're not being able to say that you're proud of yourself and it's something that you had to earn from your parents. Uh, but yeah, the little wins with the pride and that's uh, where I'm taking it at the moment. Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder where, because it seems to be a common theme that we struggle with pride and it's definitely a common theme amongst people who acknowledge some sort of mental health um, difficulty in themselves um, or that they're going through something that I picked up on from the communities I'm a part of. And I wonder if people can identify, you've just mentioned childhood there, Sarah. And I think childhood's obviously a rich source of a lot of everyone's questions about their own mental health as they get older. But my question is, I wonder if people can identify where it is that has stopped them being able to be proud. I think that my parents actually did a massive job of instilling pride in me almost too much. But I think I've had a couple of really bad experiences as as I've got older. One where an ex-partner literally accused me of being narcissistic and then a colleague superior wore me down professionally and really damaged my mental health through the way that they dealt with me and then when one day they did acknowledge something good that I'd done their immediate response was almost a snarky well aren't aren't you glad that you've done something good like you know that and you that you're being recognized for it and I immediately said to him that's never why I do these things. And no, I, don't, I didn't even think about that. And he was like, of course you did. Of course you did. That would be natural. It would be unnatural if you didn't. And I was like, that's not my perspective at all. Like, I don't really go into anything seeking recognition. And if I know that I'm doing that, I know that I'm approaching it from an unhealthy place. So I can identify those particular experiences as being real contributors to why I really struggle with pride now. And I wondered if anyone else had any similar reflections i would definitely say that it's around 
confidence in myself. It's taken a long time for me to come to terms with some of the stuff that I had to go through when I was a kid and, and being bullied and, and things like that. And you, you see people that, that get bullied and it's physical, it's a punch to the floor or it's something like that. But it was always the verbal stuff. It was it was the you know the stuff you could never see. And I would remember standing on the doorstep of a morning crying, begging my mum not to make me go to school. It got to, to that kind of point in, in my life and it made my confidence sort of sit very, very low to the point where if it started to be lifted through achievements of my own or anything like that, it, it was very, very easy for somebody externally to knock me back down again. And I've lived through a very long time of that being a, a thing and, and have, have come out the other side. And it's still very difficult to to overcome some of those things. I'm very much the type when people say, you've done a great job there, I'll just shrug it off and just say, that's just, it's just what I do. It's, you know, it's, it's nothing special. That's that's probably my tagline. It's nothing special. It's just normal. It's, it's every day, that kind of thing. I will very much play things down because I don't want to dwell on those things that there are aspects that I can I can take and and like you say it's that thing you want to get better at being proud about the things that you achieve be it work be it home be it today I felt like crap but I still managed to walk out the door and I'm really proud of the fact that I managed to do that that's great because it links into courage it links into growth it links into everything we've talked about but it's such a long journey and and what you said earlier John about you know tackling things one at a time one rung up on the ladder and things we we have a saying of, of chewable chunks it's the same thing it's bit by bit by bit. You can't tackle the whole thing because it's like climbing Everest. But you can get to base camp and then you can do another section up that way. Nobody tackles Everest from the ground up without stopping at any point. So when you think about it in that perspective, you can look back and think, actually, I can be proud that I'm not at the top, but I'm halfway there. And look how far I've come. I was going to say Bon Jovi at the end. Is it Bon Jovi? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if anyone else gets that. I feel like Mike did. Um, and if it's the wrong reference, I'm sorry. Um, chewable chunks also made me feel a bit nauseous, <laughs> I have to be honest. <laughs> I'm going to use that one as the quote. It made me think of sweet corn in... No, I'm not going to say it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Great, I'll take that one back to work with me tomorrow. <laughs> I also I also want to validate that um, it's nothing special is definitely a tagline of yours when you've done stuff for the community. I, I 100% have heard you say that or... And I guess the response always from everyone is, we acknowledge it, it's great, it's fantastic. So yeah, is that, I, a lot of, lot of uh, great tidbits in there, I thought. And, and you should be proud of, of sharing that with us because I thought it was a really, really uh, honest share. So thanks. Yeah, I'll, I'll add that I'm proud of you three in particular, to be honest, because like, we have a, lot, a number of volunteers. But for me, in terms of growth, not only just in this 10-week period, but um, if we're talking a year since we started our, our groups, and bearing in mind that a year ago, Laura and Sarah weren't even involved in the groups at all, to now, like, I take a lot of pride in, the, the, the like, you've done the work, but you've got involved in our spaces, and, uh, like, in terms of, like, a testimonial to you guys, and it's like the proof is in the pudding, because I just see it here before me, and, like, how confidently people speak, but for me, yeah, it, the reason why I can't display pride, or I didn't used to, I used to think pride comes before a fall, and, and and I used to take that to heart and like never feel good about yourself or don't get big headed and stuff like that. And people would say those things and it's because I was th my character, I'd be, feel, be punished or made to feel bad for like saying that I knew something. No one likes to know it all. Like, you know, like I, I was very fast and very um, smart as a young, young kid. 
like uh, you know there are probably reasons for that like how my brain works but like and I got like made to feel bad for that and then you get bullied for it and stuff like that in, in high school so it just tells you, you you're not to do it and, and then, then you go into adulthood and think you're going to get found out here so if you're doing something right you're thinking when's it going to go wrong and and then that stunts your self-awareness I think because you're only then giving um attention to the negativity things that, about yourself that you're reinforcing and you're not enforcing reinforcing your self-awareness on your positive things so it wasn't until I started having therapy at 30 after the breakdown that um after the breakdown but before the relapse uh, which was the worst point I ever got to that uh, the counselor I was seeing made me like re- ask people like what skill what qualities they thought I had you know like do an audit and see if it matched up to what I thought and uh, there was loads of things and, and he was like it was then it started to take some of the things about me like being sensitive and being empathetic which I thought were weaknesses obviously and then use them using them as strengths and then pride started to become a part of my life but something that my dad always says and he said it on the group tonight actually he's like I can be hard on myself or I can just look at myself and say, have I ever really hurt anyone? And I don't think I have. And, and you know, there's pride in the little things, isn't there? Like, and, and that kind of fits in. And I, that inspires me quite a lot. Something that comes out of that for me, which I was already kind of thinking, but it crystallized it for me, was the difference between healthy pride and maybe unhealthy pride. Because a lot of things now I'm starting to think in health and unhealth terms as a, uh, as I've discussed with Foz here in, in our wider circle, and you might call unhealthy pride arrogance, is pride is like something that's about you, whereas unhealthy pride or arrogance is a comparison to other people in which you feel superior, I think. Like, so what, what harm does being proud of yourself, and it goes back to that thing I was talking about before, that movement around like people empowering their own attractiveness and position and esteem and things like that they're not comparing themselves to other people they're saying i am great i am hot i am intelligent i am fantastic that's got no relevance to anyone else so why should anyone else be upset by that why should anyone else like you were saying mike have a problem with that kind of pride so i'm trying to i'm I'm saying i'm processing we don't say waffle um we say processing out loud here because for me, I've never really thought about pride in that particular way. But as you were talking, that made perfect sense to me. So I can say I've done a really good job of that at work. I'm thinking about something particular right now that I have nailed at work. Absolutely. And I should be entitled and allowed to say I've done a really good job of that. Because me saying that does not mean that someone else has done a bad job. So where on earth is the problem? Both Laura and Mike touched on the thing of bullying. Uh, and while you've been talking away, I've been writing down some things. I always try and relate back and I, I do like to try and link things back to what might have happened. I was bullied, bullied terribly, terribly for a very long time. Uh, and I, I mean, on the severe end of the scale. I then realised, like Mike said, that I wasn't too stupid in school. I was actually all right uh putting in for you know all the higher end exams I excelled at every sport that I went in. And I realised that it's because... Every single person around me was putting me down. I wanted to prove I was better than them. So everything that I did, I tried to beat everybody. So, you know, like you were talking about this pride coming from two sides. This was my bad pride. This was me saying, I want to prove every single person that I am better than you. So it wasn't to 
have self-pride. It was the thing of, I just wanted to be better than people. And I loved it. And I loved that by, you know, I had a brilliant career, really young. And that to me was what I thought at the time that, that oh, I can hold my head up now, hide now with all those people that bullied me. I'm above them now. I'm above them. I should be so proud of myself. And I think that's why I kind of struggled to feel pride in myself now, because that wasn't pride. That was me taking what I'd gone through uh, and getting energy and power from that and putting it in my life and making a good life for myself. Uh, but now when I look at, when I'm trying to be proud of myself, I'm like, but what have you, what have you done? It was easy if I won a competition or got a promotion that you can feel that pride. But yeah, it's definitely changed for me. And I'm still trying to think of what do I do on a daily basis to make me proud? And I think it leads back to what we were saying last time, Laura, on our podcast, uh, you know, about courage and about those little acts of courage. Yeah, and if we could um, show everybody each day how, how uh, proud we are and how proud they should be, I think it would be a different world, wouldn't it? It's just getting to that stage. Because again, it's easy to tell someone that you're proud of them. It's very hard to hear someone say that they're proud of you, though, and truly believe it, isn't it? Is it just this point where we've found out that you're going to be the most competitive in a pub quiz, judging by what you've just said? I actually joined a private gym and when they had awards and won an award for being the most competitive. I am really, I went to a social distance Easter party on Saturday. There was 15 hidden eggs. There was six adults. I got seven of the hidden eggs. Damn right, I won. I was kicking people out of the way. I was going to win. I'm very, very competitive. But honestly, when you were both talking about the bullying, it just made something click and think, am I that competitive? Because I've always wanted to prove people wrong. I've always been told I'm the worst, so I've always tried to be the best. And I did take pride in that, I did. And I'd every, as I said, every time I won a competition or proved the bullies wrong, I would walk around with my head up high thinking, I'm better than you. But that's not the right sort of pride, is it? I am super competitive as a person. It is, it is what makes me, that's what drives me. It, it, certainly with, with my job, massively, uh, it is how competitive I am and how much I want to be the best. And with you saying that, it makes me wonder whether that's where that actually comes from this feeling of, of feeling inferior for such a long time and now this, no, I have to be the best. I think it definitely drives my, I have to get things right because I'm, I'm very much that complete finisher type person in my work and, and when I do things, um, although if my boss is listening to this, he'll probably disagree. Um, but he, <laughs> he will say that I am really hot on the admin and all that sort of side of things with, with what I do and I really am because I can't stand to be caught out for things if I get it wrong, because then that's that chink in my armour, and I think that really ties into that whole pride thing, because you, I'm with what Mike said about pride coming before a fall, I hold it all back, because I'm thinking to myself, someone's going to find something any minute, and then everything that I feel proud about is just going to fall like a house of cards, and, and that's it, done. So I just won't do it, and then I'm safe. It's that weird fight-or-flight catering to the very worst case scenario thing going around in my head again that's it's all driven by that because I'm, I'm always about the worst case scenario this is definitely going to happen so I'm totally prepared for that and it's almost like this really odd state of relief when it's 60% as bad as what you thought it, it's the same sort of thing so if you allow yourself this tiny little crumb of pride instead of this huge fanfare and, and street party of pride if you like then you're kind of that that's all you'll ever allow yourself to have you know you, you never have that full amount of fanfare and street party I just I, I don't think that's ever happened to me I'm not sure it ever will I, I feel like you're just speaking to me then Laura that that's very much how I operate but uh, 
yeah, the competitive side, I've, I've only really discovered that since I've done something about my mental health in the last few years. Uh, and yet not so much with others, more with myself. Like, it's always trying to better myself. The podcast is the perfect example. I think this is very relevant in that, like, someone mentioned it in passing two years ago, you know, and I'm like, no, I'll give, give that a try because I, I was in that moment where I was pushing myself to see if I could do more, you know, like, and saying to my therapist, like, oh, you know, like, I might try this thing. Oh, just go for it. Do do it. You know, done is better than perfect and all that. And then it got, it, it started to like snowball and it, and it's taking that opportunity that, and I'm proud of that. And then seeing the opportunity through it, you know, following it through, even if I don't always feel like it. So like interviewing all these different people and then, and then open the part, one of the hardest things for me had to swallow my pride is opening it up to other people. Cause I thought like I was very, very much like, I want to be involved in everything. And I'm at that stage where I just simply can't be involved in everything now. And, and sitting here with you guys, I know that I don't have to be. And, and then up-leveling it with this concept. So that was very much like me saying, okay, I'm involved, but actually saying to John, John, you can lead this ship now. I don't really, I'll just be here as a talent, you know, if that makes sense, obviously. But um, it, it is, it is a, but a big part of pride is saying to yourself, when you're competing with yourself, that's enough now. And I suppose there's no better time to say this is this is going to be my last podcast for a while. I'm like retiring from the podcast because if I didn't need any more confirmation, the last few weeks the numbers have gone up, the the engagement has gone higher, and it's what one of the reasons is I'm not involved. That's not to say I'm shit. It's just that there are other people out there who can embody what we're doing, and and it's never felt like a better indicator for me to say. Uh, I want to move on and because I'm happy with I've proved what I'm trying to say is what more do I have to prove to myself I why did I start a podcast you know because on a whim but to reinforce the work that we're doing I've achieved every objective and more and now I've got people who know it better and and I can take that on if that makes sense and and I could go quietly I could have not said something but everyone here knows that's not my style and I do I do want to go out with a fanfare because at the end of the day, this was something that came up over a cup of tea two years ago. And now we're sat here getting over 100 listens on your podcast. And actually, it fits very much into the groups there. And, and I listen to other podcasts and I see how they're marketed. And I think it always comes back to the real authentic values all the time. I wouldn't swap it, honestly. So I just want to say big thank you. And I know we'll get more listeners because we've invited you guys on it. So. But yeah, I think it's a nice place to sort of start winding down this conversation to say that we've said it millions of times, um, how proud we are of you, Mike, and of the, the work that you've done. And I think as we move into a new reality of a mix of the old reality and what we've got left behind, it will be interesting to see what comes next regards what we do in terms of our campaigns. I am very proud of what we've done with Beginning and Intent. Um, I think it stands the test of time. And even if people don't haven't engaged with it over the last few months, that it could still be there as a sort of body of work for someone to get engaged with down the line. If you ever have someone that you feel is at that place in their life and they need something, then what you've done here, Mike, is you've enabled the community to put something out there that can help them. So I am, I am proud of you and I'm proud of the work that we've done. And on that note, I guess we should move to Mike's final checkout. 
Go on then. I'll check out. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling proud. I'm just, I'm feeling relieved. I, I, I was nervous about telling you guys, uh, but I did it in my own way. And you know, like when I did that conference the other week and I just went full turbo mic and I'm never more proud of myself. I was never more proud of myself when I showed up as my own authentic and imperfect self. And someone said something before about like how people present themselves online. And I choose not to at times, but when I do when I, and it clicks in, then I, I can never feel more alive. So I just want to thank you. It's been a privilege. I'll come back. But I, uh, in John, we have a creative genius here who uh, I, I fully, fully back 120 million percent. As a mathematician, I take umbrage with that, but um, you're very welcome. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll check out then. Uh, feeling a bit uncomfortable now because obviously I can't take the compliment um, about being a creative genius, but I'll, I'll try and take that on board and be proud of that. I am proud of having worked with you on this for the last few weeks. And I'm feeling, I'm feeling great after this conversation. It rather selfish to get you guys involved because I know that every time we have a conversation, this particular group of people, as well as other people that we could have asked to do this, I always feel better for talking to you. And uh, like you said, Mike, Laura and, and Sarah weren't a part of this community a year ago. So it's fantastic to me that this conversation has given me pause for thought that I have, I have multiple people, dozens of people that weren't in my life a year ago and now are that I can completely trust to hear me validate me accept me um and what a great feeling to have so thank you very much what i said at the beginning about today in my conversation and a new client and what and when we've been having this uh this podcast and this catch-up i've been trying to think go on make make yourself take the win feel the prat and yeah i honestly as you said me and laura have only been involved in the last year if it was me a year ago I wouldn't have talked to anybody about my mental health. I hid it from my best friends. I hid it from everybody. And yeah, I am going to take uh, that feeling of pride today that I have met two strangers uh, and we've talked about mental health for an hour and a half. They took one of the flyers. They're going to tell the kids about it and whatnot. And yeah, uh, so thank you very much, Mike, for bringing me in. When you tried to bring me into the community, I was thinking, it's just not for me. Does he not know that I just don't tell people about my mental health? I don't mind telling an individual. I don't talk about my mental health. What's he on about? I can't do it. And then, and yeah, I've come, come, come on board, got involved. And honestly, I couldn't be prouder of being part of the Talk About It Mate, Talk About It Woman community. It, it honestly does make me very proud. And every person that I, uh, I meet, I absolutely sing, uh, sing the praises of it. I put it all over my personal Facebook and uh, I don't really post on Facebook. So that should tell you everything. I'm very proud to be part of this community. Wow, how to come back from all of these. Um, I feel proud that I took a step on the recommendation of what I now class as a very good friend of mine to join into something that I'd already well and truly bought into because I have known Mike for years and, and know what he was trying to do. And one thing that he said to me um, was that when we first met, we talked about stuff and you just got it. And that's kind of resonated with me for such a very long time. And, and I'm proud to call him my friend I'm proud to call the people that I had as complete strangers less than a year ago my friends and it's weirder still that we talk about having get-togethers and nights out and all these things that we really want to do once we're allowed to live our lives again and I talk to you like I've seen these people hundreds of times in my life there are people in this group in this group in this room that I have never met that feel like they're friends of mine for my whole life and that to me is one of the, the greatest things I take from, from all of this. I'm, I'm so proud of the people that I know. They're great human beings and I am 
very, very lucky. And I, I thought about it probably only an hour or so ago before we started doing this, actually, that there are things in my life that I currently don't have. So I live on my own and, you know, sometimes it gets a bit like, oh, crikey, you know, another day I'm on my own. It feels a bit lonely and stuff like that. But I never, I've never felt richer for the people that I have in my life as friends. And whenever I feel a little bit shit about things, I look at that and I feel lucky and I feel lifted. And, you know, that's, I can't say thanks enough. I'm not going to cry, but I can't say thanks enough. So much love in the room. Yeah, I was going to say, I was, I was quite emotional doing my checkout there. Amazing checkouts, guys. Some real top emotion flying around. Mike's hurrah for now. And a great way to end this season of the podcast. We will be back for more. We've got more things coming up in the community. So everybody go and check those out on our meetup. Catch you all on the next one. And thank you very much for listening. Say goodbye, everyone. See ya. Bye. Thank you for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate your interest in what we do. If you would like to hear more, please subscribe, share or review this podcast. And if you'd like to have a chat, join a session or just have some fun, then come find us at Talk About It Mate on all social media.